Greetings, Mary Meet. Welcome to our little cottage in the forest of the internet. You're listening to Country Dwellers Podcast with Marilyn and Runa. Walk with us on our path as we illuminate spirituality from the pagan perspective. Welcome to our Country Dwellers Podcast. Hello, all of you sweet people. I am Marilyn. And I'm Runa. The days are getting longer and the nights warmer. Come on, spring, we're rooting for you. So hard. So very hard. I did, however, see the cherry blossom trees starting to blossom up the road, which is a little teaser to let us know that spring is on its way, even though the groundhog, I can never remember his name, went back. Puxatani Yes, fell. went back underground, which he has, I think, for like the past 85,000 years. <laughs> it's like, why Especially do we do Especially if it? you live in Washington. <laughs> I know. I need to get so much outside work done, and the ground is frozen solid, and we have lows down into the teens it was 16 degrees at my house this morning is really really that's cold, cold baby yes. i know i let the dogs out through the dog door and i was like holy shit you two better piss and get back in here you're gonna freeze <laughs> <laughs> well to all our listeners we'd love to invite you to visit our website countrydwellers.com and chat with us there But if you love hanging on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, you can connect with us there as well. Hope to see you around the World Wide Web very soon because we don't want to feel like we're just talking at you. We want to talk with you and discuss all the things that are on your mind and in your hearts and so on and so forth. Yes, yes. Visit us on our website, please. Leave your feedback. We want to hear what you have to say. We want to have conversation with you. So let's do the tarot card of the week. Yes, let's do it up, baby. Hold on, let me spread these out so you can get a wonderful pick. Oh, yay. I don't think we've had her before. Whew. The amazing, beautiful, sexual, magnetic, magnanimous Queen of Wands. Oh, nice. She is beautiful. She is wands, so fire. Oh, sorry. Southern element. She is all about, fire is all about transformation, creativity, which is, it's good because we are in, I think it's Gemini moon right now, and so that's going to be air. So air is going to feed this fire. So mm. think about it that way, okay? Okay. Um, and we're in maiden moon. So this is going to, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Good, good, good. All right. A fun, fun time. Yes, it can be an amazing time for your sexual aspect to come into play. You're learning new things with the maiden moon. You're freeing yourself. You're letting yourself just be you. Be that wonderful, beautiful goddess, that sexual being that we all are. Appreciate it and love it. But the queen of wands is also representing the fire aspect. So it is that sacral chakra that's coming into play. It's actually the three chakras. It's your root. It's your sacral and it is your solar plexus chakra all coming into play. What I like to remind people about the Queen of Wands when it comes up is she is a reminder to let that self-confidence shine. Know you are beautiful from the inside out, okay? Know it when you look at yourself in the mirror. Know that before you walk into a room, that magnanimous goddess energy walks in before you. So as you're walking in, expect people to notice you. Expect people to say, holy shit, look at what just walked in. All right? So with your queen of wands, she's sitting in a place of reminder, not only about that, not only about that beauty aspect, that that shine that we all hold, but she's sitting in a place of reminder about creativity as well. And like I said, we have air coming into play. So let that air feed your creative divine feminine, divine feminine aspect 
And I want all of you to write. Write something. Write something amazing about yourself. Write yourself a postie that you put on your mirror in your bathroom so you can see it every day and write about how fucking fabulous you are. That's my cast for the Queen of Wands. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad to hear things are going to heat up in the bedroom because there ain't much else going on right now because winter sucks. <laughs> Well, that's why they should heat up in the bedroom. So you can, why do you think so many babies are made in the wintertime for Pete's sake? That's the only way to keep warm. <laughs> oh, man. What's going on with the Witch's Almanac this year? I mean, today. Today, this year, last year, tomorrow. Yeah, what else? We wanted to talk today about what to do if your magic doesn't work. Call in the Queen of Wands. We've had questions about how to know if you're doing your magic, quote unquote, correctly. And we believe we've hammered home about intention being the number one factor in the validity of a spell, ritual, or habit. But there has been times in my life, and every pagan I know, where it just seems like no matter what they do, nothing seems to be working right. My inner Detroit diva would tell you to check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) Now, what does that mean? It means that often you you are what is in the way of manifesting the path you want to go down. That is a fact. If you are carrying too much negative energy, stress, that's going to affect your spells, your rituals. So take a deep breath and reassess. And listen, I get it. It's hard when shit is being thrown at you, right, left, center, front, back, top, down, all over the place, to just take a deep breath and reassess. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. But There could probably be people giving us the middle finger when we say that right now. Oh, I'm sure. And, <laughs> and I, I would probably be one of those people. Right? Like, you don't know me. Exactly. <laughs> But it's that simple. It's that simple. You have to just stop, take a step back from your life, from that moment. I mean, and we could talk all day long about mindfulness because that's to the heart of it. But you have to ask yourself, is it the right time for you to be doing this particular work? Are you physically able to provide the right energy towards it? Right now, I'm not doing a lot of magic right now. I am just surviving. And there's a lot of people out there that are feeling the same way. The winter blahs got you down. The holidays are over, yada, yada. And you just might not have it in you. You know what I? Uh, what you're doing a lot of right now is physical aspect. Mm-hmm. You're doing a lot of getting your home ready to put mm-hmm. on the market so you guys can live on your sailboat. Mm-hmm. You're doing a lot of that. You know what oh, I'm sure. saying? Yeah. But even in that physical aspect, I believe whether you are intentionally doing the magic or not, you are physically doing that magic mm-hmm. by decluttering, by lessening yourself of the chains that bind you. You are still doing that magic. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. Sure. The other questions to ask yourself is, how about emotionally? Are you emotionally able to do the work that you're doing? As is often the case, both physical and emotion feed into the manifestations that we want for Mm -hmm. our path. Are you trying to plant seeds during a full moon rather than a new moon? Or in the middle of a seasonal cycle instead of in the beginning or at the end? You may need to be more disciplined about cleansing your space your body, your soul before moving forward. Sage and clear your space. Take a ritual bath. Be sure you're not harboring energy that is actually blocking. For instance, do you really want this, whatever the this is after all? Or are you afraid of success? I love that question. I love that question. That is such a honest question that brings you to acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we sit back and we're like, oh, I wish I was a millionaire or whatever, you know. 
Do you really? Do you really wish that you won the lottery with all of the people that want to come and be a succubus that are attached to it? Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Is it going to, yes, it will make your life tangibly better with physical things and stuff like that, but emotionally and like other ways, is it going to make your life better? You know what I'm saying? So I love that question for sure. And, And I know it sounds very trite, but magic has a cost. Like, we hear that in fiction sure, that does. surrounds magic, magical stories all the time. But it's very, very true. Magic has a cost. It has, it has your energy attached to it. So when I ask you, are you afraid of success? Or are you really willing to manifest what it is you say you're willing to manifest? There's a cost to that manifestation. Mm-hmm. You may have to work harder at something. You m- maybe have to leave your friends, family, home. Give other things up. Exactly. Give other things up in order to achieve whatever it is that you are trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's not really what you want. Maybe you have to sit back and do some introspection. And I feel like... Every podcast, I say the word introspection, but it is such <laughs> it's a an, wonderful word to it's remind. An, it's an integral part about living a magical life. It really is. You have to understand and know yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I go back to you know being very flippant and say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. And but it's true. You absolutely have to understand you know a lot of times other people come to me and say would you work this spell for me and I can't really necessarily do that agreed I can send them energy and say I want this positive aspect to come to you Mm -hmm. and for your best and highest good for your best and highest good but I don't know that for that That is necessarily true. Right. And a lot of times, for your best and highest good means that spell doesn't come to fruition. No. So that's what you have to understand when we say that sometimes the magic isn't working too. Sometimes right now, it's not for your best and highest good. Only divine knows that, you know? Exactly. Another thing to take note of when you feel like your quote-unquote magic is not working is to make sure that the source of your ritual or your spell is also not a factor. Rituals and spells have energy behind them. We talked last week about words and the the energy and the power behind them. Perhaps you got your ritual from a time when you were in a different space, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Perhaps you need to reassess if these are the words. Hmm that will bring the right energies to you. Maybe you need something fresher or more aligned with where you are now. It's okay to rewrite that spell or that ritual to make it work for you in this time and space that you are right now. Hell yes. Agreed. I I love that. I look at my grimoire, my book of shadows, and there are spells in there from years ago, and I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) You know? I know. And, I but, know. But they worked for me then. At that point and in time. And they are a good foundation, and I can work from that particular information and move forward from there. It's okay to update. Do not be afraid to update. Everybody, we, we need to move forward. If you're using an old spell and it has a wonderful foundation and it still equates to the position that you are in right now and what you need, fine, use it. But if it needs to be updated, please just update it. Mm-hmm. Have fun with it. Absolutely. Be creative. Yes. And yes. don't be afraid. Step beyond fear. Exactly. My, my next tattoo Exactly. Oh, I the, like that tattoo. You want to go get one together? I, I need to get it soon. I've been like harping. Like a soul sister tattoo? <laughs> okay. Let's do it. I'll, I'll organize that shit. The biggest thing to remember is that magic doesn't always work mm. linearly. <laughs> it doesn't work in a straight line, bitches. Got it? <laughs> or as quickly as we would like. Fact. And, and... A lot of the baby witches that I've talked to recently are like, well, I did this on Saturday and it's Wednesday and shit and it's still not working. I don't understand. I have to tell you, I got to tell you, that's not just baby witches because there are sometimes (laughs) I do some, I do some work and I'm like, you know what? It has been two fucking days and this shit has not come to fruition. I don't understand. 
Just be patient, everybody. It will happen. Where we put our energies has to be direct, pure, and clear. Anything blocking it needs to be cleared. Stress, fear, half-hearted attempts. It works if you do the work. Hell yes. So where do you need to do pre-work? Emotionally, physically, environmentally, and even spiritually. Before you cast that spell, conduct that ritual, or do that reading, you need to do work ahead of time. And I honestly believe when I look back over things that I have done and it didn't work out, it was because I was being lazy. I put it out there, but I didn't clear my space beforehand. I didn't banish things that were holding me down. And you, listener, are the only ones who can decide what those things are. Hell I can't yeah. tell you. Marilyn can't tell no, you. No, absolutely not. But you have to understand all the different factors. The physical factors, the emotional factors, the spiritual factors. And check yourself before you wreck yourself. You really have to be as whole as you can possibly be at that time. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel that we're never completely whole. You know, because we are split into spirit, soul, mind, body, all Mm -hmm. those different aspects that you can take into play. But before I I do a ritual or a spell, I try and be as whole as I can possibly be. And yes, that is releasing that shit that Mm -hmm. might be tying me down and tripping me up. Mm -hmm. It is cleansing my space. It's cleansing myself. You know what I mean? It's sometimes I even do a detox prior to doing like a major, like a Samhain ritual or something. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do a total detox. No alcohol, just juices, things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So my body can be connected to divine as much, my, my whole being can be connected to divine as much as I possibly can. I mean, are your chakras out of alignment? Exactly. I've been working really, really hard in the last couple of weeks to do, to focus my yoga practice on my root chakra. Good. Or not on my root chakra, but on all my chakras and starting with my root and moving all the way up to my crown because that alignment sometimes can be so, so important when you're talking about pushing your energy into one particular direction. And if you're like Marilyn and I, we have all kinds of different directions that we have to go into. We have this project and this responsibility yes. and this desire. And and I, that's okay too. It's okay. But you 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 got to be as whole as you possibly can. You have to understand that initially. Exactly. And say, okay, I'm not going to be able to write today, but I'm going to clean my bathroom and it's going to be good. Exactly. And you might get disappointed with yourself or you might feel like, hey, this ritual that I did last moon is still not happening. What's going on? You got to keep working it. You got to keep... And you can also repeat that ritual, by the way. Oh, if true. It didn't, if it didn't work the first time, keep working on yourself, your physicality, your spiritual self, your soul self, your any whatever self. Keep working on that. And if it still hasn't come to fruition, guess what? It's okay to repeat a ritual at the next full moon or new moon or waxing gibbous or whatever the hell kind of moon you want to do that you have set your ritual for. It is completely okay to repeat it and repeat that spell and do it once again. So just because it didn't come to fruition doesn't mean that it's not going to. It just means that Divine knew that at that time you were not ready for it for your best and highest good. There were other things that needed to be done. Yeah, Source is going to talk to you. Hell yes. You just have to be listening. Hell yes. Totally. Speaking of listening and understanding and knowing... What's going on in our moon cycles? So, right now, we are in beautiful waxing gibbous, second quarter phase, often called the moon of endings, the moon of pause. This is really important. This is actually going to go with the message that Runa just talked about, so listen to that. It's also called the, the moon of release. It usually occurs 10 to 14 days after the new moon. Right now, she is still in her maiden aspect and is growing with illumination and magic. 
guiding us even further on our path to our truth and inner developing of the divine. Appearing to be more than half full, the word gibbous comes from a root word that means humpbacked. I also like to call her uh, the pregnant moon because Mm -hmm. she looks like she's pregnant at this time. Oh, yeah. A waxing or growing gibbous moon rises between the hours of noon and sunset. It can often be seen in the beautiful afternoon sky, and it sets in the wee hours after midnight. A waxing gibbous moon is easy to see in the daytime because at this phase of the moon, a respectably large fraction of the moon's day side is now facing our way. So that's why you can see her in the middle of the afternoon when she's waxing gibbous. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I love that because... Here she is over here, and here the sunshine is over here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And oh, it's like, yeah. oh, dude, that's so cool. I got both of them at the same time. I love that. So they're kind of dancing once again in the sky, that reflection, you know? Waxing gibbous moon energies are those of moving forward. It's a period of accelerated growth and activity. Oh, boy. Yes. Now is the time to put will into action. You have the empowerment to build the foundation of your dreams. This is a time of preparation for the full moon energy. We are in a gestation period, which can seem like an unwelcomed pause in the action or goal that you are trying to get to move forward, like we said. Especially (laughs) if the physical side of the world is mimicking that energy side of the world, the unseen side of the world. And that is so true for me personally right now. Yes. Come on, ground thought. Yes. <laughs> well, remember, I mean, also we got the Queen of Wands today, so that's a lot of fire coming into mm-hmm. play. So just bring that into any magic that you're doing right now too. Just know that even though progress may not be visible at this time, Things are happening underground. The roots are growing and magic is occurring. I promise you. You may not see it right now. You may have to repeat that ritual that you just did. But I'm telling you, or that you just did maybe a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, those little roots are growing underneath. And before you know it, those sprouts are going to be coming out of the ground. Be patient, loves. Be patient, This moon is also a great time to tie off any loose ends that you may have. Remember we said that too. To create that magic, to make it come to fruition, you have to tie off all those loose ends. You Mm -hmm. have to get rid of that extra baggage. Waxing gibbous moon is a wonderful time for magic that continues to build. Magic that continues to bring and increase. With the aspect of Gemini at play right now, With the aspect of Gemini at play right now, some things that may have been taboo before might be very intriguing to you at this time. And this could be sexually. Mm. It could be magically. Yes, Mm -hmm. it could be magically. I mean, you know, have you been fearful of delving into your shadow side before? If so, but it's intriguing to you now, try a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I highly recommend that. Yes, going inward and finding out who you are is okay. Do not be afraid of the dark because that's where the most illumination actually is. So have fun in that area. Find out about yourself. Let go of the ties Mm -hmm. that are binding you. That's when you finally realize what you actually need to really fucking release and get the fuck rid of. So go there. Do it. It's all about balance. You bet your sweet ass. Be wise. (laughs) Be wise. Do a little protection prior to going into the shadow if you're very afraid of it. It's okay. Right now, remember that duality is at its finest. So be wise and practice your magic in balance. So a little bit of light, a little bit of shadow, okay? As I was writing this, 
the oracle came to mind. Mm -hmm. So try divining with the oracle. And what I tell all of my students when they come and take my oracle class is you are the oracle. Remember that. Mm -hmm. You are that receiver of message from source. Remember that, okay? You're looking at a picture. I understand that. You're looking at an oracle card. I get it. And that oracle card has a meaning that was written up for it. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But oracle is something that you can really play with. And even though it may have this beautiful verbiage written up with it, what do you take from it? Mm -hmm. What are the messages that you receive from it? Because all that is is a picture. You are the oracle. So just remember that, okay? Today our moon comes to us in the astro sign of Gemini. And the twins are back, baby. Gemini is the third sign of the zodiac. The first to have a human rather than an animal symbol. The sign of Gemini is associated with duality. Humanism, versatility, and communication. Geminis are considered the many-sided being. They are quick and clever with their words, brimming with new ideas, a lively energy, and adaptability to situations. Geminis do not sit back and watch life pass them by. They are endlessly curious and must take part in every living aspect that life have, has to offer. I know this because I have one upstairs and everything I'm doing he wants to help or be a part of or whatever. He's just an amazing, loving, wonderful human being. They are giving beings very much. He gives quite a bit. Yet, they are very much in need of time for themselves, which I can completely relate to. I love that. I need time for myself too. And really, mm -hmm. who the hell doesn't need time for themselves? If you're always giving and devoting time to others, you are wasting away your life. Mm -hmm. Not saying that giving is bad. I love giving. Balance. I love doing that. But there's balance. Mm -hmm. You have to give back to yourself as well. They are in constant need of a change of scenery and variety. Oftentimes they are said to have a little bit of ADD mm. because they're always leaving unfinished tasks on the path behind them. And because their focus is in so many different directions. It's not ADD. It's just the fact that they just want to be a part of everything. That's all they want to do. Although I need to warn you, beware because when crossed, a Gemini can be extremely sarcastic and hurtful as they think mostly with their heads instead of their hearts. My little Gemini thinks with his heart quite a bit. He's mm. extremely sensitive, which brings it up to his mind, and then he's a little bit over-analytical and then lets it get to him too much. Sure. Yeah. So, he, But he's still a youngster. It's going to take time, right? Right. So during this time... It would be wise to remember to speak with balance of heart and mind. You've all got to be seeing the duality aspect of Gemini here. Mm. My, my experience with any moon or sun in Gemini, in Geminis in general, as a Scorpio, <laughs> is not a good thing. Well, because it creates a stormy aspect yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. So I understand that 100%. Every Gemini that has had a prominent place in my life it has been a relationship of conflict. I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. No, I understand that for sure. I'm Virgo. So with me, it's like, okay, how do I... How do I flow with this, right? How do I how do I please like this situation? So for me, I'm Earth, so I picture it as the wind blowing through the trees mm. and breaking down branches that need to be broken down. That's the Gemini coming mm. in. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. With you, you're Scorpio. You're that water. So that wind comes up and really makes those waves go a little fucking haywire. And those waves are like, dude, wait. I was flowing with the moon. Now you come in and fuck my rhythm up. What up? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what totally. I'm saying? Totally. So Gemini is ruled by Mercury. 
The elusive planet associated with speed and agility, the planet of mental activities and ruler of the voice. That's why they're everywhere. That's why they want to be a part of everything. And by the way, that is why they want to be heard so much. It's very important when a Gemini is speaking to you just to just to try and hear them. Even if you're not really understanding what they're saying, just hear them out. It's really, really important to them, for reals. Mercury, the messenger of the gods, bringing a little bit of understanding to the craziness of our lives with the gifts of intelligence, reason, perception, travel, memory, speaking, writing, commerce, and communication. Gemini comes to us from the east on the wings of the element of air, the season of spring, filling our lungs with aspects of liveliness, versatility, intellectualism, logic, thinness, and motion, with its quality being active. Air brings to us intelligence, dreams, manifestation of movement, the power of the mind and inspiration. This brings back the postie in the bathroom. <laughs> Inspire yourself with a freaking post-it note. It's really that easy. How awesome are you? You're fucking amazing. Put it in your bathroom on a post-it note. Every day you look at it, fake it till you make it. You are fucking amazing. Remember it. Air is represented by the swords in the tarot, bringing us reminders of spirit, speech, imagination, ideas, projectiveness, and divination, the power of the mind and wishes. Remember to be very thoughtful of what you are wishing for. Mm -hmm. Are you in that right place to wish for that? Because when you are wishing for it, you are putting it into the universe. You're seeing it. That is part of doing magic. Oh, yeah. So be careful. This moon can bring out a magical, youthful, inquisitive spirit from within you that you may not have met before. Have fun with that. Aha. The energies of this moon bring with it the superb gift of self-expression, a sharpening of one's emotional nature, strong creative instincts, and a need for research, an extra quickness of the mind, a witty intellect, and an imaginative sparkle to your personality. And that's where your queen of wands comes into play. Be witty. Be shiny. Be sexy. Be the goddess that you are or the god that you are. Be that amazing being that we all know you can be. Let your creativity flow in your spell writing and your divination at this time. Logic and communication will already be on your side. Trust it and don't be too extremely in your head right now. Mm -hmm. Have fun in your dreams and let the oracle whisper her beautiful messages to you. Be playful. Honor the child within you. Find ways to bring your body, your outer self, and your mind, your inner self, together in balance and harmony. Your stone of the week? It's a hard one to find. That's not already like chemically made or man-made. Um, it's alexandrite. Alexandrite is said to help balance one's emotional state, which is nice because balance is really good right now, provides confidence, increases self-esteem, and helps to bring about change. It's also said to bring happiness and success and to intensify feelings of love and sensuality. Alexandrite is a rare gemstone regarded as having regenerative powers assisting one in returning to the origin of time to connect to the beginning of one's being. Doing so facilitates understanding of and sensitivity to that which still remains to be learned by one's soul, providing insight into the effortless way one is able to attain higher realization. Alexandrite's a really great stone. It's, I'm looking at it. 
Uh, it's a really, it's really beautiful really stone. Mm-hmm. I have a raw piece in my office. It's small. It's raw. And in the inside lights in your house, mm-hmm. it'll look red. Mm-hmm. But if you take it outside, it has like a kind Green. of a greeny, dirty tinge to mm-hmm. it. It's a really, really amazing stone. And it's heavy. It's super heavy. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a little bitty stone and it's heavy. I think I have some. It's amazing. I, I was doing more inventory in my crazy crystal collection. <laughs> and I found one that I didn't know what it is. And I think it might be Alexandrite. Send me a picture of it. I will. So Alexandrite enhances the rebirth of both your inner and outer self. I like that. Yeah. That's really amazing. Yeah. Um, it expedites the changing of our worlds, our self-worlds, mm-hmm. while producing the qualities of expansiveness, creativity, and awareness in the realm of manifestation. It's a wonderful, wonderful stone to use when you are manifesting. It's going to help provide you that creativity. It's going to help provide you that knowledge of exactly what you want and where you are. So it's going to help provide you truth. As to what you want. Hmm. You know, like we asked that question. You know what I mean? Is this really really, what you want? Is it? Yeah. Alexandrite's going to help you with that. So enhancing rebirth of both inner and outer self, assisting with the changing of one's world, while at the same time protecting the quality of one's learning and expanse, offering awareness and creativity to the realm of manifestation. Its energies are projective and receptive. So once again, that duality and balance all at the same time. So it's a wonderful Gemini stone. Of course. <laughs> Gemini, it's all the cool shit. Um, its, elements, <laughs> its elements are earth and fire. So remember when that fire comes over earth, what it actually does is it transforms. That's why it has the different colors and why it's exactly. so heavy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Its planet is Venus, the goddess of love and sensuality. Its powers are regeneration, luck, and fortune. It's an emerald green, like we said, mixed in with like a reddy brown kind of color. And if you get the faceted stone and it's a real alexandrite, it will really change on its own. The, of course, chemical one, the man-made one is going to change, but it's it's not the real thing. It's not the real thing. You know what gotcha. I'm saying? It's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it's not the real thing. Alexandrite, when worn, draws in good fortune as well as being a wonderful stone to use when crafting love spells or rituals. It's said to prevent others from attaching their yucky cords to your astral body, as well as repelling the energies of undesirable individuals. Alexandrite is said to ground the second and sacral chakra, as well as providing synthesis and promoting the flow of energy from the first chakra through the fourth chakra. And because it's green too, into the heart chakra, seventh, or no, into the heart chakra and the crown chakra. So it's basically an all over chakra coverer, Alexandrite is, because it does help you regenerate and kind of rebirth yourself, right? So it's really amazing. It assists in finding one's deep inner center during meditation and offers excellent results in astral travel. And who doesn't like some astral travel? Me. I I love astral travel. Um, You don't like it? No. I get too many hitchhikers. (laughs) Well, if you use the Alexandrite and maybe a little bit of hematite, Mm. it might dispel those hitchhikers from you so they Mm. can't attach their cords to you while you travel in your dreams yeah that's the problem with being a hedgehog sometimes you have hitchhikers that you don't want maybe everybody has those stupid (laughs) hitchhikers that attach themselves people just everything attaches cords unless you're constantly protecting yourself and even the best of us just let down that guard sometimes like every new and full moon i'm doing protection rituals like it's it's a little ridiculous, <laughs> and I'm not going to bore our listeners with it. But I, I, I feel you. <laughs> 
So the question of this week, are you good at paying attention to your intuition? And I invite you to feel free to share with us on our webpage one of your amazing intuitive stories of which you did or did not listen to what spirit was telling you. Our next full moon is on March 1st, of which March will also have a blue moon on the 31st. But our next, our next full moon is March 1st in the sign of the beautiful Virgo. And just a reminder, Asura, or spring equinox, is on March 20th. So start planning for your fun now, my darlings. What is going on with the wheel of the yeah? It's time to compost. Yay! Get some compost onto the ground for your flowers, veggies, and herbs. Work it in, if you can, at least five centimeters down. That's about an inch and a half. And then let the beds rest a few days before you plant. If you can do this before a good rain, even better. Also, refill your hummingbird and other bird feeders. Mm. Migration is happening right now. Take some time and sit in the yard and watch all our feathered neighbors. This morning, I had a flock of starlings in my yard. Oh, really? The robins were out. I saw a uh, ah, a flicker, northern flicker. Oh, I love it. And the Alaskan ravens are coming they're from their so southern. They're so huge. They're coming their, back through they're now? They're coming back through now. Oh, I'm so excited. And, and he's been out, or she, who knows, I don't know. You know, quark, <laughs> croaking me awake in the morning. Oh my gosh. So last year when they were coming through, they all landed in my trees in my backyard. Mm-hmm. I took a video of it. I was actually talking to them oh, yeah. as I was putting bread out for them. Ugh. But I always feed my ravens. I, well, my I ravens and crows. Give them seeds. Don't yes, give them I do need to give them seeds. But I didn't <laughs> have any at that time. I yeah. got some in my garage. But thank you for the bird feeder filler reminder because I need to get out there and do that. I forgot all about that. Also, your tree right here next to your studio window is telling me you need to get out and give it a haircut. Oh, I know. A lot of them, actually. I have to go out and do that. That's to a the lot only of them. one that's yelling at me, though. So. I got it. I need somebody to go up there and trim them off so the wind can blow through them easier, yeah. you know? Some of our folks out in the Northeast are having unseasonably warm weather. So I would wait until it's a little bit colder. But here in the Pacific Northwest, you know, I mean, they got. Tons of snow in in Portland this week, Mm -hmm. and we've had a deep freeze uh, here in western Washington. Finish your pruning. This is the time to prune. I forgot my cherry tree. I did a few weeks back. I did my my apple trees and my blueberry bushes and my raspberry bushes, and I forgot my cherry tree because I couldn't prune her last year because she was still new. So is your cherry tree a fruiting cherry tree? Uh, n- no, uh, my neighbor's is, and that's where I Damn. got I got the uh, cutting from, mm. is her tree. So hopefully in the next couple of years, whoever gets my house is going to have a nice cherry tree. <gasps> Rainier cherries, too, at that. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so very, very good. Yes. So good. So. Thank you for that reminder. And I have a question about the whole compost thing. Sure. During the the fall, when mm-hmm. the leaves are all falling and everything, mm-hmm. I kind of use those as a natural um, composting for my beds. Is that cool if I still leave them on now? I would totally leave them on. You don't need to move them at all. I use the leaves from my giant maple mm-hmm. to bed my herb bed every okay. year. Okay. And I don't rake, I don't have to really rake it off until about May. I yes. leave it, I leave it until about May and there's not a whole lot left right. come May. It's all decomposed and the plants have eaten up all the nutrients and well, that. Well, not only that, but the bugs that are living in there, the lizards, the toads, mm-hmm. the rabbits, the all that stuff, they go in there and they, they yeah. use that for warmth and they use it for food. I love my herb bed because it is absolutely so natural. Like, I don't have to mess with it at all. I mean, the biggest thing that I have to do is harvest and put the leaves on it every fall. I love that. And it just 
goes to town every year. And how wonderful year. it is harvesting all of those amazing herbs, smelling them, I drying mean, even, them. Even all with of that. this freeze, I was able to go out and pick sage oh. the other day. I made crispy sage to go with the pork that I made the other day. It was awesome. I love it. That reminds me too. I need to order some more white sage. Is there any way that you can might like make yourself like a little, just like a little, maybe I don't know, some kind of planter on the boat? Oh, maybe it probably won't be something that we focus on right away. But I mean, there's lots of there's lots of hydroponic yes. stuff that we could potentially do. But our goal is that we're going to be really mingling and using whatever it is that we come across. So if we're down in the Sea of Cortez and we go into a little village or we're all the way across in the Atlantic and we go into a village, whatever they have available, that's what we're going to be eating. Okay. So, I got it. All right. Well, it's going to be a different way of living. It's going to be a big change, but I'm really excited about it. I'm okay. really excited about it. I'm excited for you. So let's go ahead and talk about our Pagan Connection now. Yes, ma'am. Our Pagan Connection this week is with the beautiful Kenley, who is a representative that we met at Puget Sound Pagan Pride in 2017. Kenley is a representative from Crystal Quarry, who Crystal Quarry is an online store with tons of absolutely amazing stones to choose from. I cannot stress how amazing they were when I was standing there. They were all calling to me. (laughs) And she was just a doll. And the owner's name is Heather. And you can find them, of course, on Facebook. But you can also find them at crystalquarry.com. So let's go ahead and listen to the interview with the beautiful Kenley. Hey there, I'm Marilyn back at you at the 2017 Puget Sound Pagan Pride free event. And I am with this lively beauty standing beside me. Honey, what is your name? My name is Kenley. Oh, it's so nice to meet you, Kenley. And Kenley works at Crystal Quarry. And she's all the way in the back at the back wall. You can't miss it. It's a huge booth. And there are tons of amazing, amazing crystals just waiting to come home with all of you. So once again, the question is, if you're not here, why? Anyway, Kenley... Tell me all about your wonderful booth, and how long have you been attending Pagan Pride? For about four years now. So this is my first year that I'm able to vent here with Heather. Heather is the owner of Crystal Quarry. Yeah, so I'm here to help people find the stone that they need. Stones have metaphysical properties. They're very magical, and each one has a different thing that it's supposed to be used for. So we're here to help people figure out what they need, what they want to move forward with, and to get them the right stone to help them with that. I love that. That's perfect. So uh, she's a crystal communicator. She didn't say it, but that's exactly what she is. And you're a crystal pairing coordinator. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's your new title. I love it. I love that. Thank you so much for taking a minute out. And I am going to make sure that I get a business card and link the website address to this video on Facebook so everyone can go online and check out these amazing, stunning beauties standing behind me. And I have to go now because I think there's a Labradorite calling my name. I'll talk to you all soon. I hope you're having a great day. And if you're not here, get your asses here. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Kenley, for taking that time out. I know how super busy you were. So thank you for talking to me during that wonderful time. And just know that all of those stones are just gorgeous. It was, a, it was truly an amazing selection. So what is going on with cauldron cooking? <laughs> Oh my gosh, you kill me with that. We will have our cauldron cooking page up by the end of the month. Shut up! Huzzah! Does this mean you're constructing the book as well? Oh yeah, I've been... I mean, is it going hand in hand, Yeah, pretty much. I love it! That's fantastic! However, 
You will not find today's recipe there as because of the building and the illness and well, we're a bit behind. But it's super easy. And if you just listen to what I say, you can totally do it. <laughs> I wanted to give everyone a tip to help them get through these last days of winter here. And let me tell you, I am right there with you in the winter doldrums and angst and please spring hurry. You can put your cauldron on your wood stove or your conventional stove and fill it with water and add some spices or potpourri mm. and just let it simmer and fill your space with goodness. I love that. It's a bit of natural aromatherapy. It is. These are the toughest days of winter. Because you're at the dog day end, man. All and you're the, like, will it ever fucking end? Absolutely. All the holidays are over and we're in this limbo period. Mm -hmm. I mean, Groundhog's Day and Imbolc is gone and Valentine's Day is gone. Mm -hmm. And it's just tough. And we're twiddling our thumbs just anxiously awaiting the spring equinox coming up. And even with the days getting longer, people are fed up with winter and they're <laughs> feeling down and you go to the market and people are all grumbly and rah, 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 rah. <laughs> and if you're having problems concentrating add some citrus slices to your slow simmering water just be sure to not forget <laughs> it's there and turn off the stove or remove the pan before all the water runs out yes i use <laughs> I use my wood stove so it slowly simmers while the wood fire burns and I have to watch it a whole lot, lot less frequently than yeah, on a conventional sure. stovetop. But that would be me. You understand that, right? That's why yes. I giggled because that would be me. I'd totally space out that I had this gas stove on. You're just like, oh, it smells so good in here. Yes, Ooh, what's that smell? Oh my God, it's on fire! <laughs> So yes, do be mindful, set a timer if you need to, but seriously, it's a great uplift. I did it the other day and the Viking came home and he's like, oh, it's so nice in here. And he didn't even kind of clue into the fact that oh, I had nice. these herbs and citrus simmering on the wood stove in my cauldron because he's just so used to seeing it yeah. there, right? Yeah. And I said, oh, well, you know, I put this... This mix together. Boy, he was lighting on all neurons that night because I had I had that going on. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice. And it's it's super simple and it's super easy. And you know, you can do a little bit of magic. You can put some intention into it. Make your and, own aromas. Yes, absolutely. If you love clove and it reminds mm. you of goodness or youth, for me every time I smell clove, I think of my youth. Don't ask me why. I don't know. And if I'm feeling particularly old and fat, which happens a lot these Jesus days, Christ. sniffing a little bit of clove, boy, I just, <laughs> not snorting. I didn't say snorting. I know your mind right, right there. But take yourself a little bit of cauldron cooking and make some potpourri and get the scent in your home to something that uplifts you. Yes. Agre agreed. Agreed. Make your own amazing aromatherapy scents. It's easy to do. Mm -hmm. It's easy to do. I Super mean, Super easy. Think and about yourself over your cauldron throwing in little pieces of herb and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and good and best for all, and lots of abundance, and all of that stuff, and that's the smell that you smell in your entire house, full of love and abundance and light. And you're putting that, that energy into your environment in a yes. different sense. Yes. Not S-C-E-N-T-S, but S-E-N-S-E, -S -E, a mm -hmm. different sense. Agreed. I like that. Wordplay is so sexy. Oh, I love that so you. much. What's our witchy self-care? Oh. <laughs> so, which is I'm great. stealing the last pepperoni, by the way. Go for it. <laughs> which is great because we did get the Queen of Wands today. So, the witchy self-care this week is go and get yourself a new bit of underclothing. Yay. 
Many places are having sales on the items right now. Valentine's Day is over. They need mm-hmm. to clear their shit off the shelves. Mm-hmm. So go treat yourself mm-hmm. with a better fitting bra, which makes the tatas look a lot younger and a lot more beautiful, girls. Oh, and I hear everybody out there laughing, but it's true. It is true. And You're- for our big-breasted friendly women, which Runa and I both are, I do suggest, and I'm going to put them on blast, but I love going to Soma. If you have a Soma anywhere near you, please go visit them. They have beautiful bras and they will fit you within like five minutes and you will walk out of there with your titties nice and perky and beautiful. Trust me on that. (laughs) So get yourself some comfy panties too. We all don't need to wear some G-strings that go up our little booties, okay? I... Sometimes I wear the G's, but other times I like myself a beautiful full back. I mm-hmm. love it. I mm-hmm. love it. I feel so feminine and girly mm-hmm. and comfy in it. Mm-hmm. So go get yourself some beautiful panties. Maybe some new loungewear because you promised that you would work out each day. You'd get to read for a solid afternoon on the weekend. What better to do that than in some very, very comfy and sexy, kind of sexy, whatevs, loungewear. While you're there, if you want to pick up yourself some cute lingerie to wear, do it. And if you don't, what I always love is... I used to call, well, when I was a little girl, I wore underroos. Do you remember underroos? Oh, yeah, I had Wonder Woman ones. Me too. I fucking loved them, right? (laughs) But I think that it is so damned sexy when a woman is in that um, spaghetti strap, like, Mm t-shirt. Yeah, shell. Camisole. Yes, the Mm -hmm. camisole and some full back panties. I think it is so sexy. I think it is so, like, relaxed, like... Hey, I'm relaxed, but I am so goddess feminine. I am feminine. rocking it. <laughs> yes. Go get yourself some of that. Get some cotton, babies, because cotton breathes. It makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. And it's like wearing your baby's T-shirt as you lay in bed. Spray some of his cologne on it or her perfume, whatever you like, and wear it and feel sexy and amazing. That's and your I self-care. I know that we have male listeners out there, but because we're females we yeah. tend to I'm giving focus. you my female perspective. So get rid of those baggy boxers. Oh God. Go get some boxer briefs, some sexy ones that hug the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> show off your beautiful stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. Just like we show off our beautiful stuff. That's you should right. be proud of it. That's right. Shit. Yeah. It all makes each other feel good, right? Absolutely. All right. What is going on with Old One's Wisdom? Today we have today we have a quote from Louise L. Hay. Many people who listen to our podcast probably know who she is. Mm-hmm. She was an author, speaker, religious sciences teacher, and founder of Hay House Publishing and Radio, who just passed this last August. May she rest in peace. She said... No person, no place, and no thing has any power over us, for we are the only thinkers in our mind. When we create peace and harmony and balance in our minds, we will find it in our lives. Louise L. Hay. Aho. I agree. And here we are at the spell of the week. Went so fast. It did. It always does as we're drinking and eating and talking. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Here we So we are in, like I said, Gemini, which is that duality. But within that duality is always that reminder to maintain balance, right? Mm-hmm. So it's light and shadow. And I always tell people in the gray is where you dance and you create your real magic. Have fun in that light. Have fun in that shadow. Acknowledge both. Combine them. Intertwine them. Make it the most beautiful shade of gray that you can. And try and be in that as much as possible. Because that is what completes you. So here you go. Separate but together. Never and forever. 
outer and inner, body and mind. Balance be with me, quiet my soul. Let it all be, for it is what makes me whole. So it is. Thank you for spending this time with us. Go in peace, love, and light. The circle is open, but unbroken. Until we meet again, my darlings. Merry part and blessed be. You've been listening to the Country Dwellers Podcast. You can find us here each and every Saturday. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as on the web at countrydwellers.com. Thanks for listening. Blessed be.